Oh, you're about to hear from her. Today's special guest has been or is on uh, uh, television, radio, a blogger, podcaster, syndicated midday host, a very high profile morning show talent. Oh, and so much more. She sits on a radio station. I don't know if you know this. That is like it's not 100,000 watts. It's more. You literally cannot keep this person down and you might not actually be able to keep up with her. I'm just saying a lot of energy, Texas, St. Louis, Memphis, or a few of the places where she's worked and lived. These sound like great places to get ribs, actually. By the way, that's an ideal person for us to talk to and talk with on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. Are you ready to enjoy our episodes? Listen, this is all you're going to need. The only thing that you need is to be interested in others, want to grab some thoughts and wisdom about how others are being successful in radio right now. Welcome to the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. What you're about to hear will be focused on lifting you up, giving you good advice, and hearing the stories of an amazing radio pro uncovering the path forward in radio right now. My name is Lloyd Ford. I'm with Rainmaker Pathway. Programming consultants, of course, have made great contributions to radio for decades. But it does seem to some, and maybe to you too, that um, it feels like it's time for something new. There are generational shifts happening that threaten the growth of more radio revenue right now. Yes, local radio needs better content, better branding, better coaching, better on air, music, research, resources. But let's bump it up to the next level so that you can get some more money. Sales coaching, sales strategy, and ideas that will help your sales team grow more revenue in the coming months. Here's what we call that, RPC. That's our practice. We are actually a multiplier helping local radio generate higher ratings and revenue. And of course, this is all to maximize higher results for your daily efforts because you're working hard. We want to make your life easier, better, faster, and more profitable. Ideas are the new technology. Whatever your vision of a consultant was, we're not like that. Today, we work with our clients on branding, revenue, profit, innovation. And all of that is about helping your team actually grow the value of your assets. And we help you tell your story better. Our first consultation is free and highly confidential. Reach out anytime. Schedule a meetup by email. Easy. F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events at JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. We're about to go walking in Memphis with Aaron Austin, morning show host, FM 100, WMC FM, Memphis, Tennessee. Of course, uh, man, you 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 might know this. I don't know. We're starting to book August guest right now. So you can see our full guest calendar list all the way through late July 2023 right now or anytime in our free blog section at RainmakerPathway.com. We don't lock away anything on our website the way some other consultants do. So go to RainmakerPathway.com anytime. See what you can get for free from our team. Aaron, welcome to the Encouragers and the Radio Rally. How are you? 
I'm all right. Hi. <laughs> I have been so excited to talk about you. There's so much going on around the radio station, which you do mornings right now. And so yes. let's just let's get this part out of the way. What's okay. happening with your what's happening with the radio station? Oh, wow. Um, well, a lot of things. Uh, as uh, many people may know, uh, my company recently sold off the frequency 94.1, which was uh, 94.1 The Wolf, and they sold mm -hmm. it to a Christian station. And a lot of us, you know, when we found out about that, thought, oh, okay, well, the wolf is going to be going away, I guess. Oh, contraire. <laughs> um, so management ended up coming in, talking to us, telling us that, you know, these are the changes and, you know, the wolf is actually going to be moving to 99.7. And I think me and my co-hosts were like, is this a, a bad dream? Is this <laughs> like, this has to be a joke. So um, here in the next, I don't know, 60 days or so, it will be FM 100, which has been on the air as FM 100 for, I believe, over 40 years, maybe even 50 years, um, right. will be coming to an end. And um, and then the wolf will be moving over to 99.7. All right. And just so that everybody can keep up with the sports game, the shell game, what's happening yeah. to Aaron, they love you. And they're uh, well, I mean, the they yeah, they're going to be putting me on as middays. And it's just ironic because uh, during the pandemic, I have lost my job in Houston doing middays because Odyssey moved, you know, Katie Neal in and she took over that time slot for, you know, all of the country stations. And so that meant my exit. And now I'm kind of back in that spot, but now back in Memphis. And now they're moving her from instead of the entire time slot, 10 to 3. It'll be just uh, uh, one to one to three, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. she'll have so, you know, because they have sponsorships uh, tied to her superstar power hour and stuff like that. So um, so it was they kind of needed to keep that for, for for now, at least. I don't know, probably forever. But you know how radio is. Nothing's forever. Hey, look, <laughs> so. hey, look here's the thing that's so cool is that they valued you. Uh, enough for them to go no 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 we keeping this right here right mm -hmm. that's gonna yeah. make you feel and, good right yeah um you know uh chris michaels my boss he is a he's a big fan of mine and i i really appreciate that um it's it's nice to have uh you know your bosses believe in you and i mean yes. granted he hired me so he better but uh um, yeah, right you know you know, when they have faith in you and they and they see something in you and so they they want to keep you. And that's, you know, I mean, that's sometimes I hate saying it. It's sometimes rare in this business, you know. Right. So it can be. Yeah. All right. So let's punch the button that sends the rewind. I wish I had like the sound effect. How oh, and by the way, thank you for the, yeah. by the way, thank you for the very, uh, I was like, wow, that's quite the intro for myself. I was like, dear Lord. But anyway. Oh, thank you man i just i i just thought about the things that i see about you and that i hear about you and and there it is how did you get your start in the radio business aaron uh when i was a wee wee little lass um uh, i you know i was always into tv or radio as a child um i was the kid that always watched the news when i was a little kid and we're talking like kindergarten uh i would watch the news and listen to the radio 
And so I always knew it was TV or radio, but, and I really wanted to do TV, but I was a terrible student and my parents weren't very good at encouragers. So if it was like, Hey, you got a D on your report card. Eh, oh, well. And by then it was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm in high school and it's too late to, you know, try to get good grades now. So I'm like, I guess it's community college. So uh, fortunately for me, there was a local community college in Oregon that had a radio broadcasting program. And you might hear my dog in the background. Um, and so I went there, but also in high school, I was one of those kids that always won the prizes on the radio station. And I had kind of befriended the night DJ at the radio station and there was a opportunity in high school to get an internship and, mm -hmm. you know, job shadow somebody. So I was able and he, I was able to do that with him for a semester. And that kind of then went to the community college level. So and then um, got an internship in college and it was at a country station at KUPL in Portland. And not a bad start. Uh, not a bad start. Got a job as a board op. And uh, Rick Bubba Taylor was my boss. And wow. um, um, yeah, and then from there, I, I always knew that it was good for you to learn as much as you could. So I started going around to different people uh, asking, hey, can I learn production? Can I help out? And then I ended up getting my first full-time job in radio there at KUPL, but it was kind of like two different roles. So part of it was production and then part of it was on, you know, like on air weekends. So, right. um, yeah. All so, right. so, that's so listen, I, I want to make this clear for people who are listening to the podcast. We've had this a number of weeks in a row. I just want to point this out. The people that we have on here who go, here's how it worked for me. I wanted to get somewhere. So I just started asking, what do I do to get to the next level? What do I do to do this? How do I do this? What can I do that's more? You believe in this, yes? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, hopefully you'll have somebody in your building that is willing to teach you. You know, yes. sometimes I, I feel like there's bosses out there that, uh, oh, I'm too busy, you know, um, right. and you may just have to keep asking until you get somebody that can help you. Well, so. and the advice that I would give is gravitate to another person who is more helpful. Listen, yeah. tell us about you and your relationship with television, because look, you have a rich history doing both TV and radio. Oh, well, I wish I did more. Um, I was fortunate enough to work in places where the opportunity was there. So, uh, let's see, you know, I guess St. Louis would probably be really the first place, but we had a, a partnership with this, uh, guy that did, uh, a country line dancing show. And I want to say the other show was produced by him as well. So there was two shows that, uh, that the then clear channel cluster kind of had. And one was, um, a talent show. It was like, 
Hera's Hera's Lucky Break, I think it was called. And so there we would go out to the casino and people would sing or do whatever. And it would be three radio personalities and one radio personality is the host and we would be judges. So that was one opportunity. And then um, what was it? Then the other one was, again, the country line dancing and video show that would go out um, from a country bar. And yeah, I've I would done just, those shows, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the the first opportunity that was kind of built in, if you will. Um, And then once I went to Milwaukee, it was also kind of right there where we had I worked at WKTI, which journal owned at the time. And it was the uh, WTMJ AM, WTMJ TV and then WKTI. So we were all in the same building. And um, and so it was just right there. And, you know, I would ask if they ever need anybody to do. And I, I started, um, fill in co-hosting for the morning blend show. And then that also then turned into during the afternoon newscast, they would have little panels. And so I would contribute to those as well. I can just see this. I can just see you as going, Hey, I'm gonna let you know, I could be on TV right now. You need me to come down there. (laughs) So, uh, you know, sometimes that's a little intimidating, but I no, mean, it's OK. You, no, 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 yeah. no. It's great. It's great. This is mm-hmm. right in line with what you said earlier about asking. If you don't ask, you don't get that usually is something that's talked about on the sales department, but it works everywhere. Talk yeah, to us yeah. about your career path and especially interesting choices you've made. Now, this is really the question because you've worked in very interesting places and you're also doing that now, do you have a highlight reel of like a few moments that you can share that you really cherish? Mm, um, well, I would say my path wasn't necessarily always my choice. Um, you know, I was married to a person in radio who was a program director. So early, you know, when we were married, it was really always because of his career that we made, you know, various stops. So, um, yeah. So, and I was always fortunate enough to get a job wherever we, we went, um, you know, Omaha, St. Louis, Austin. Um, but as far as highlight reel, uh, you know, a couple moments, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, every place has its, uh, you know, it, there's always little, little things about each market and each experience that you take away with you. So um, I wonder, I wonder if this is, I wonder if this is more true with you. Are you a person that lives in the moment, not somebody who lives in the past? Um, You know, I would say more so I'm a person that lives in the present versus the future, because I think, you know, so many times people say, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, if you were, asked me when I was 20, I would have said I wanted to do afternoons at Kiss in L.A. because no girl has ever done that position before. I wanted to do X, Y and Z. And none of that ever happened, you know. So you just never know, especially with radio, where your path will go. And, right. you know, and especially since I had been been married, uh, a lot of my my career stops weren't necessarily by choice, really. So it was kind of like I can't I, I can't necessarily plan out my life like that. So it's one of those things where I just kind of, all right, let's see what comes, you know. Well, this um, this seems and- like a good place to insert 
the two things and the only two things you can control is your effort and your attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing yeah. else. So listen, Correct. do you feel, do you feel like your television work has made your social media easier for you or better for you than some talents or anything like that? Um, may, I, I think maybe it, you know, I wish I did more TV stuff. Um, and, but then I also realize TV stuff, you can also create your own if you if you know what i mean your own video footprint if you will so you don't necessarily need that tie in with a local tv station or whatever so um i think it has helped in posting things um Mm -hmm. but i've i've always been it's always been pretty easy for me to public speak sometimes i feel like i have an easier time speaking in front of a crowd of thousands of people than i do in front of the microphone by myself sometimes i don't know why that's so interesting that's backwards of what i mostly hear yeah it's uh, like i have no problem speaking in front of people uh, especially people i don't know um Mm -hmm. but yeah sometimes when it's me in a room by myself i'm like I don't know. It's just your, I don't know. It's different sometimes. Sometimes I'm fine. It just, it right. just really depends. But so, so but listen, yeah, I think when, it helps. I think it helps in some ways for sure. Yeah. When social media came along in, in the beginning, in the beginning, uh, did you embrace it right away or did it take a minute for you to go, okay, this is a real thing and I'm going to I'm going to jump in with both feet. You know, I'm trying to think of what, was probably the first one to really, I mean, I remember, you know, when Twitter started and I was in Milwaukee at the time and we all got our Twitter account and nobody was on Twitter. Nobody was doing anything with Twitter. <laughs> and then mm. years and years later, it really catches on. So, I mean, uh, I think we, we were doing it, but it wasn't really until everybody started using it uh, that I think it became at least a little more comfortable for me. Facebook, that was different. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, MySpace, what, I mean, MySpace is MySpace. I think everybody grabbed onto that. And that was, you know, but uh, TikTok is one that it's just, it's just different. I, I'm not sure I fully found my my path in that. And I think mm-hmm. um, this is going to sound kind of weird maybe, but a lot of times when you work for different people, you know, opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one. Right. So you'll, (laughs) so you'll come across one program director that thinks you're amazing and loves what you do. Loves, you know, you could be, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. You've had another boss and they criticize. So I think Mm. for me in some ways, my some of my social media and even with people publicly, you know, followers or whatever, I have sometimes let outside voices dictate how I do my social media. And oh. I'm a little disappointed with myself in that. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and do you feel like, all right, now that you are disappointed in the present, that you can move forward and not be influenced by them as much? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I mean, I try, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. You know, um, I don't know her personally, but say Mason, uh, who now does 
uh, stuff with Nick Cannon. If you look at her TikTok, that girl, she don't give a crap what anybody thinks. And Aren't those people the best? That, yeah. You and I was see like, people like that and you go, how is that happening? Yeah. And, you know, and I, I look at some of the stuff that she does and I just think, wow, if I would have done that or would do that, I, you know, there's a, a boss that I have in my head that would like, I can just hear him, you know, in my head criticizing. So, so interesting when we think about how much criticism that there is. And I think especially for women that it's just more sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it's that, you know, I mean, I'm a pretty sensitive person anyway. Um, but I just, you know, I know with how I was critiqued versus say uh, another person that I worked with any, I mean, they would say all sorts of crazy things on social media. Did, I don't think they ever got a talking to like I got a talking to and it, and you know, so um, I was, you know, I would post dog videos of dogs that needed to be adopted. And yeah. I was, and I was told, uh, Aaron, do you really want to be seen as the sad dog person? And I was, yes. Like, okay. Yes, you well, do. Yes, you do. The defender yeah. of the damn dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's just, um, you know, and I do, I love him uh, to this day. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, but well, I will say did, that did you, did you just want to go and go, come here, give me a hug. <laughs> you don't understand dog people love dogs and you, yeah. you come here, come here, bring it in. Give a big hug. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but um, it's, it, it is one of those things that I do regret letting again, the outside voices. And even with some of my friends um, I've had regarding uh, either social media or my podcast. Oh, do you really want to do that? Because guys won't want to date you. And I'm thinking, mm, oh, I okay, no, well. no. Listen, I listen to your podcast, and it is, I, I, you know, I can't say wide open, but it's pretty wide open. You're, you're yeah. telling it the way you see it. Mm hmm. I mean, I and there is potty mouth that. elements and and adult content. And, um, and that's another thing I, I regret having those outside voices, um, make me second guess my path in that. Um, because I have slacked off on my podcast because of those outside voices. Um, well, you can't have a board of directors that's in there running the content because then where do you end up? Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, so. listen, we don't always think about this, but if somebody's listening right now, what advice would you give them for following in your footsteps? Now, oh, you well, maybe not look, following my footsteps. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. You Look, you might say that in a bunch of different ways, but I mean, like right now, your company is flipping an entire radio station to another radio station. They value yep. you so much. They want to keep you that, you know, that doesn't always happen. Okay, True. you've worked in some incredible markets. You you have been very self-deprecating to say, well, you know, I was with my husband and I was always second and this, but you've got jobs in all those places. Mm -hmm. People will look at that and go, man, I want to be like her. How do you give advice for somebody coming up in this business? Um, You know, it's definitely different than it was when I started right the the entire industry is is different and and i don't you know when we were at least for me and i'm sure for you 
when we started out in radio, everybody listened to the radio. Now, how many times do you meet somebody and they're like, oh, I listen to XM, you know, so it can be discouraging. But um, I think that, you know, if you if you're really if you really want to be in this business, you can be in this business. Now, where that is, I I can't tell you because um, everybody's path is different. Uh, mm. But I always felt like if I really put my nose to, you know, nose in it, I could, you know, keep going. And right. so I feel like you just have to keep trying and think of different ways. Like just the other day, I was trying to think of how can I put together a video reel? Because a lot of my stuff isn't isn't recent. So what can I do to create that? And mm-hmm. I, you know, there's a guy that I used to work with in Portland many moons ago, Dave Styles, who, um, you know, is now working at K Earth in LA. And I went to his website and I looked at his video reel and I was like, oh, I have you know, video of me doing artist interviews, I could put that in there. So it's just, you have to think differently, look at other people that you know, that you admire or, you know, think that they've done well and see, and maybe you can just get little ideas from different people. I'm so glad you you said that. I'm so glad you said that because it's one of the things that I firmly believe. And I try to pass to everyone. If you can see it, you can achieve it. So Mm -hmm. how do you do that? Well, you know, you're going to be influenced by the people you meet, the books you read and the experiences that you have. And you just said how to go out and get an experience is go to this person's website, boom, and go, oh, my God, that's the way you do it. Listen, a lot of people, as you know, embrace new things. Oh, wait, scratch that. (laughs) A few people embrace new things in your own educational background. I found this to be fascinating for me. There are three interesting things that I'd like to bring up right now. They all appear to have happened during the COVID pandemic for you. And I will be Mm -hmm. curious about it. Uh, Integrated marketing, communications, advertising and public relations with digital marketing with IE business school, viral marketing and how to create contagious content with Wharton Online and content strategy for, for professionals engaging audiences. Hua, did you, um, did doing this extra education for yourself just come about because of the pandemic? Or are you somebody who, you know, loves to reach out and learn new things and get plugged in? Well, when I, I, when I lost my job during the pandemic, um, that's, I think, a, something for a lot of us that have always done radio and just radio. When it's when you find yourself looking for a new job and let's be honest, there's not a lot out there anymore. You try to figure out, OK, and I know for me before I lost my job, I tried not to think about it because I didn't want it to, you know, think about it and have it happen. Uh, Bring it to the universe, if you will. But I thought, what would I do if I lost my job? And I, you know, and I think a lot of us, we we don't know what else we would do. You know, I mean, for me, this is all I've ever done. So when that day actually happened, and of course, it happens in one of the worst times in history. You know, it's like 
what? And I don't have, you know, I know I could do a lot of things, right? You know, I know there's other things I'm passionate about. Say, for instance, you know, aesthetic sales. I could sell the shit out of some Botox, you know, but I don't have a four-year education. So, you know, you have to get creative. And, and you know, that was really tough as well as, you know, I think a lot of us don't have uh, in radio don't have necessarily a bachelor's degree. Well, listen, and so, you, yeah, before you go any further, I also will say this. I think a lot of us underestimate the transferable or highly transferable skills that we've learned in this industry. Yeah. And I think it's we don't necessarily know how to repackage those skills and how to put it on a resume that translates into a job outside of this business. And so that was kind of a struggle. And I had to talk to a few people and, um, you know, people inside, you know, the radio industry, but that were on a different side of it. And they had worked on a lot of resumes. And so it was mm. like, I didn't realize there was things about keywords and, you know, the fluffing. Oh my gosh, there's so much fluffing on a resume these days. It's amazing. But, um, you know, I did those, I did those courses um, so that I could try to make myself marketable in case I did get outside of the business. And luckily, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of this, but there is a website called, and I, I want to say I maybe heard about it on Good Morning America or something, but it's called Coursera.com. And they, when they talked about it on Good Morning America or wherever, it's, you can take a psychology class from Harvard, absolutely free. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and it's all online. And so you just you can take all of these classes that are free or and there's some that you pay for, but they're not that expensive. Um, and so that's I've just tried to figure out ones that would interest me that would go along along the lines of where I was in my career and what would, you know, complement it. Yeah, that's right. So listen, whose idea was Aaron Austin's Thursday blog and podcast? And was podcasting different from being on the radio? Um, so when I was at uh, KTI in, in Milwaukee, our, our boss, Bob Walker, was like, all right, everybody, I need you to come up with a blog. Everybody's got a blog. It can be about whatever you want. And so I was like sitting there, what am I going to do? Like, mm. I was newly divorced. Um, and so I was, you know, back on the single scene, still there. But anyway, um, and so I thought, okay, I'll just, you know, talk about relationships, I guess, and my dating experiences. So that has that, you know, you know, all these years forward, um, podcasting. And, um, so it just kind of, I thought it took the, I guess, what would you say? The 21st century spin, if you will. And yeah. that, um, and we went that route and, and it was something that I did during the pandemic. Also, I started it because I needed to keep myself, keep myself going since I wasn't yeah, working. Your chops up, right? Yeah. So that was an All easy right, way so for me to do it. So who did the jingle? Not everybody has a jingle for their podcast. You know, honestly, I have no idea because I got it from the radio station. So when I was doing, I was, I think I was doing middays at the time uh, on the bull and 
Hot 95.7, which uh, had PK in the morning. And it was PK and Sarah Pepper and Ivan. And they would do Thursdays with me. And they would just have me talk about one thing that was on my written blog. And we would do it on the air. We would do the bit. And I, I don't know. They got that produced somewhere. So that's awesome. So, <laughs> I love it. Right. And it's like, yeah, I wish I knew. Yeah. I mean, my God, that what a great thing. I mean, and if you've not heard it, you need to go to the podcast and hear it because it's really awesome. Listen, you don't strike me as a person who struggles with conversation. Are you an extrovert? Uh, yes, I would say so. Um, I guess it depends really also on what day you catch me. I think if and also the people I'm around, if I'm around a group of people, you know, I kind of try to measure, I guess their personalities so if you have a group of people and they're very dynamic i'm not going to try to outshine them um but if you're I, yeah so it just it really depends and again if am i if i've been talking for six eight hours i'm really done talking i may just yeah. sit there by myself but it, so, you, so also, there are times when you need to recharge oh absolutely and i would say Say, for instance, you know, I like to travel and I travel abroad by myself quite a bit. And really, yeah. And when I'm out, you know, in different parts of the world, if you will, I don't necessarily talk to a lot of people. I kind of just observe and I, I may not talk to anybody the entire time, but it, it kind of just depends. So listen, favorite location outside the U.S. for travel. Mm. I mean, you kind of asked for it. If you're going to say that, we got to know. Oh, yeah, no. Um, I, well, I've had some interesting trips. Um, Australia was great. Uh, I wow. wish I would. I'll do that again because that was kind of a last minute trip. And um, and I only got to see really Sydney and Melbourne. Um, and there's so much more to see, obviously. You could probably spend a month and, you know, not even cover a quarter of it. But um that was good. Greece, I loved. And one that was kind of cool and not many people can say they have been there is Chernobyl. So um oh. and wow. Yeah, not yeah, not many people will probably be able to go there for quite some time with what current conditions. What inspired you to go to that place? Um so when I was working in Houston uh, you know, it was really hard to take time off during Christmas because everybody was gone. Like the morning show would take off. So, you know, it wasn't really feasible for me. So I usually took time off in January. And um, so I was looking to see some of my trips I've taken when I just, okay, what's cheap to go to right now? And oh, nice. going, yeah. So I would look up different spots in the world and price them out and going to Poland. My, my dad's side of the family is from Poland. So I was like, you know what, let's see how much it is to go there. And I have this website that I plan a lot of trips through. And, um, and then I was looking, okay, Warsaw and, you know, all these different spots. And then I thought, Hmm, let's see what's around there. Oh yeah. Ukraine's around there. And, you know, I thought, what about Chernobyl? And so I ended up taking two days off by myself to go to Chernobyl. And it was just, you know, I think the documentary was out around that time. And, and yeah. how many people can say they've been there and then been there by themselves. So that's right. And, and look, 
just so people understand how this works, uh, we have people on our podcast. And if you're like concerned about reaching out to them or anything like this, you just learned that Aaron is a great person to reach out to and go, what's the name of that travel website? Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so because I guarantee you, she probably want to talk to you about that or dogs. OK, so listen, <laughs> here's here's a quote about you. And the focus is on the idea of endorsements and maybe how you you personally relate to sales. I feel like a lot of on-air talent miss this. And it's one of my encouragements with air talent, with clients all the time. Endorsements do a lot of positive things for talent. Here's mm -hmm. what has been said about you, Aaron. Quotes. I've worked with Aaron Austin for the past 10 plus years. Aaron is bright and engaging on air as well as in person. Clients love her work. She is an excellent endorser. She's passionate about the products that she endorses. Listeners love her. She has a very loyal following. She has an excellent social media acumen. She is also very easy to work with. It sounds like you make fans of sellers, but more than this, it seems that you cultivate your following and focus on passionate connection. What's important for talents to know if they want to be a good endorser? I feel like for me, authenticity has has always been my biggest thing. I don't want to talk about something that I'm not that I don't like, or I'm not passionate about, or can't get behind in some way. Um, so I think if you're authentic, um, I think that'll help. But also in regards to salespeople, I, I mean, I don't know why you would be nice to them. I, I think there's so many talents sometimes that are, what, what do I call it? It's the talent to bullshit ratio where mm -hmm. you're really talented, but you're a pain in the ass. And if you're, you know, mm. they'll tolerate you being a pain in the ass for a while. But if your pain in the ass becomes too big and it's not worth your talent anymore, then, you know, see yourself out, you know? And I think if you, I mean, salespeople want to help you, help them help you. So, um, yeah, and I mean, it always, if you, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to think of some things that I've endorsed over the years. Um, mm. A lot of them I've used myself, so it's not it's not that hard to speak about do you my some, experience. Wait, do you sometimes do you sometimes go to a seller and go, man, I would really like to endorse so and so? I have, you have ever done that? Um, yeah, and um, you know, it's uh, there's, I guess maybe like say for instance here in Memphis when I moved here, it was one of those things where okay, these are some of the things I'm interested in. And then um, we ended up getting them as clients. For instance, I'm, like, I love me some Botox, right? So um, I never endorsed a med spa in, in Houston, but I ended up getting one here. And luckily, the owners are former radio people. So it kind of, you know, it kind of all just worked out. So um yeah. So, um, all, right. all right. So listen, you've worked in different markets doing a mm -hmm. pretty big variety of jobs. I think people would like to have themselves. So again, this includes television and radio. Uh, what makes Memphis special and different? Mm. I mean, it's a, 
one thing I've learned since being here, it is definitely a, a big, small town. Mm. Um, so everybody knows everybody, which can be good and bad, you know, uh, especially when it comes to dating. That's very interesting. Uh, but, uh, it's, you know, it's still one of those cities where I think radio people still listen to the radio and, um, and they're still very much connected with their local people, which is in, in one way, it's very sad that, um, that FM 100 is going away because this, the station has been on forever and there's so many great, great people and great talent that have come out of this station. And I think a lot of people, it will be disappointed when it's gone because even though some other stations have made their moves to try to fill that hole that will be left by FM 100, I don't know if it will really do much. I hate saying that because they're not, they don't have necessarily the local connection. So, um, so I think that's one thing that's special about Memphis is that they do like their local people and they connect with them. It's like, I got recognized the other day and people don't see me here. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not doing TV or anything here, but you know, I do a little side hustling every once in a while of doing some bartending stuff. And I was at a local event and somebody, one of the other people came up to me and they said, oh, that girl over there said she really likes your podcast. And I was like, what? And I look up and right. the girl was like, hi, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. Okay. I'm like, how did you recognize me? Like, I don't know. But, um, and she's like, oh my God, it saved my life. Apparently she must have listened to the one about the worst guy in Memphis. But, <laughs> um, but it, it, you know, people still connect that way here. And I, I, I love that. So. Absolutely. All right. So listen. Finally, this is the one where I say anybody who's on our podcast, this is where you have to pay to be on the podcast. This next question is the last one I'll ask you. Finally, nobody knows the future. We know this. So there's no sweat with this answer. But if you had a crystal ball, what would you like to see as the future of radio? What would you like for the future to look like, Aaron? Mm, I think I, you know... I mean, we can't go back to the good old days, but sometimes I, I do wish that it was not, I don't want to say smaller, but I wish that there was that element of care like it was years ago. There was the, well, they're trying to work on making it smaller, Aaron. <laughs> I know, but it's like in a different way. Eh, um, not the way we'd like. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, you know, I wish, I wish they, they would consider talent, talent and not just expendable. Um, cause not everybody can do what we do. You know, they think That's they right. can, but they can't. Um, and it's just unfortunate when you are seen as just like, oh, well we can get, what is it now? AI to do your show. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, right. uh, but, um, well, will it happen? I don't know. Um, I just pray that we all can, you know, pay our bills at the end of the day. Well, listen, it has been a joy to hang out with you and to have this conversation and to hear the touchstones in your life and, and really good advice. Thank you for being our guest today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Get more free resources to help your sellers with our encouraging sales success series inside the free blog at RainmakerPathway.com anytime. We're here to encourage radio pros at all levels. Yes, that means your salespeople too. Remember, if you know somebody that you would like to hear as a guest on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, email me, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. We hope you have a great week like we always say at Rainmaker Pathway and on the Radio Rally. Once you have a radio station, you can get anything else you want. You want to know what that means? Call me. I'd be glad to share it with you. I'm very passionate. We want to thank our special guest for this podcast episode, Aaron Austin, morning show host, FM 100, WMC-FM in Memphis, Tennessee, for being our patient and very giving guest. A very special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, which will be available in seconds after we finish the audio track to this and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing our podcast. Please do this for us. It's the only thing that we ask. Do share the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast with others that you know that are interested in growing their careers in audio and radio. So you can subscribe for free anytime on Apple, Audible, Spotify, almost anywhere you get your podcast. If you don't remember anything else from this episode, please remember, be kinder than you have to be. Thank you for being a part of the Radio Rally with the Encouragers. Go have a great week.